Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to talk about whether or not people are actually significantly stupider and more brainwashed now than they were, say, 100 years ago. (laughs) I used to think it was a slam dunk, yes. I'm not so sure anymore. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Now, for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for 30 years. I've been sorting out crazy problems like this the entire time. I am America's most trusted lawyer. And I've held that position for almost 15 minutes, so I am desperately hoping that this podcast doesn't destroy that. (laughs) All right, enough fooling around. Let's get the show started. So the vote is finally done. I just was so burned out on this ridiculous uh, charade, this election season, where they run around and act like the vote is so critical. I've asked countless people to name one single problem voting actually solved. Just one. (laughs) There should be hundreds and hundreds right on the tip of somebody's tongue in light of how important we're told it is to vote. They run all these ridiculous ads all the time, uh, acting like you, you have to vote or die. Vote or die. They bring all these celebrities in and they act like they're just pushing voting, but they're, they're pushing a liberal agenda. That's the underlying message that's always there, just from the very people they bring up and the, and the way they address issues. And I don't care because, like I said, there's nothing voting is going to do to fix anything. I've been given a lot of thought to whether or not things have really gotten so much worse recently. And I'm really starting to come around to the conclusion that they've always been exactly this bad, that what I'm seeing out there is not that things are getting worse and that people are actually even stupider than they were. The problem is that the underlying system is simply making gains, that all of the stuff is incremental death by a thousand cuts, and that we're in the 900s at this point of the cuts needed. And that if you look back in time, what you see is a previous time with people just as stupid as today, just as easily manipulated as today, but the system wasn't as far along. And I'm pretty sure that's the case, and I want to try to at least make a case for that today, because I want to look at, say, roughly 100 years ago, you know, close to the turn of last century, when we were electing jokers like Woodrow Wilson and Teddy Roosevelt. Just complete fucking jokers. I mean, Woodrow Wilson, ex-academic, joker governor, he ran in 1912 and in 1916. In 1912, after he got in there, we got the Federal Reserve. (laughs) So the very first year he was serving was 1913. They took office in March. By December, we had the Federal Reserve. <laughs> Yay. Now, the next four years, World War I broke out the very next year. And he was talking about keeping us out of the war. And that was his big deal. In fact, he ran on this concept of, I kept you out of the war. You know, he kept us out of the war. That was his big campaign promise. He kept us out of the war. Well, He was elected in 1916, and his second term started in March of 1917, and he sent a declaration of war down to Congress in April 
<laughs> so within a month of the time he was sworn in for his second term after running on this concept of keeping us out of war, he was asking for war. It's always the same set of lies. This is exactly like lock her up. Lock her up, nothing happened, right? He didn't lock anybody up. That guy, Wilson, runs on, I kept you out of war. And as soon as he gets elected, he puts us into the war. <laughs> I mean, there's no consequences, see, for all these lies politicians tell. And what was World War I even about? What was it about? Nobody can even tell you the Archduke is assassinated in some fucking nowhere country and, and in Serbia. I mean, good luck anyone even finding this stuff on the map. And supposedly this mass of interlocking treaties forced all these countries to, quote, go to war. Since when do countries obey treaties or do anything they're required to do? Never. It's just made up. So no one can even tell you why we had a war. But you had everybody in Europe all whipped into a frenzy over it. You had the same kind of nonsensical propaganda about the Hun, supposedly eating babies, chopping them up, <laughs> all this nonsense. It's, the propaganda is preposterous. It's the same kind of thing you see today with the follow the science and we're in this together and, all the, and the people who support MAGA and believe that Trump is cleaning out the deep state even though he's not arresting anybody and they make a thousand excuses. My point is that the propaganda was just as ridiculous back then. All of the, the slogans, just as ridiculous. Everything just as absurd, maybe worse. Maybe worse. I mean, you look at what supposedly got us into World War I, why we had to join. <laughs> Forget the fact that it was obviously simply about creating debt. This is an international banker war. And as soon as we got the Federal Reserve and the income tax, it was off to the races to create as much debt in the United States as possible. And that's what World War I did. And so how did they whip everybody into a frenzy? How did they do it, right? Well, they, they had the Lusitania. The Germans, the evil Hun, sank the Lusitania, killing innocent women and children. Well, the reality is the Lusitania was carrying ammunitions in its hull. It was cheating. It, it was the Brits who had stuffed a passenger ship full of explosives. <laughs> and then they lied about it. They lied about it for God knows how long, decades. If you look at the Lusitania information and stuff, if you just pull it up and you look at why we entered World War I, you'll see all this crap about the Lusitania. This leaves out all this information about the ammunition being in there and blowing the whole thing up. So it's just another typical false flag deal, no different than the Gulf of Tonkin where we got into Vietnam, no different than the weapons of mass destruction, no different than all these faked up numbers on this bullshit pandemic. They just make stuff up and the people buy it. And then they, they run around wearing masks. And back then, once we decided that we had to supposedly get into the war, <laughs> that we didn't have much of an army. See, we had like less than 200,000 people in our army. Well, they, what'd they do? They instituted a draft. <laughs> and they brought in 2.8 million people were conscripted in to go die and, and fight in these horrible, muddy trenches. But a bunch of other people signed up. They signed up. They had these stupid propaganda wings. The entire government generated an entire new system of propaganda. And they ran around, over there, over there, 
tell the world, tell the world. I mean, they bought into shit like that. The Doughboys are coming to save the day. Who the hell could believe that after witnessing what was going on in World War I? Trench warfare. Can there have been ever a more incompetently run war than that? <laughs> if you believe that stuff was all accident, that they would literally just blow a whistle, okay, over the top, boys, and they would just get mowed down by machine guns for weeks and weeks and weeks, literally tens of thousands of people being mowed down in a single day in battle, just mowed down. You think all that was accident, and it wasn't something that they were planning in order to wipe out multiple generations of these countries in Europe to make them easier to tame? Well, then you're, you're very naive. It wasn't working. It was insane. Were the generals all put up against walls and shot? No, there's no consequence. They just pretend that it's bungling and incompetence and they're trying to get it right and all the same kind of bullshit they put on the people today. Imagine believing that going over to fight in World War I, which they still can't explain today what was going on. But back then, you had people signing up. Imagine they were going to go fight to a war to end all wars, a war for democracy. They had all these slogans, and people bought into them, just like follow the science, just like fighting for democracy. That We're still fighting for democracy today. The same load of shit works on people year after year. What were the people experiencing back then? They didn't even have an income tax. It didn't really exist for people. Women couldn't even vote. They'd just come off the Spanish-American War. Remember the Maine, another false flag where apparently we blew the thing up ourselves to create a reason to supposedly get into the war. So you have a, a, a ship blowing up in Havana and then we invade the Philippines. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? Oh, the terrorists knocked the buildings down with planes. And he's in Afghanistan, so we invade Iraq. <laughs> See, it's, it's always the same bullshit they pull. It's, it's not that the people are stupider. Uh, I would estimate that the people may have even been at least as stupid, if not maybe even stupider or more naive. Because they allowed things like the income tax amendment to go through. <laughs> they allowed things like the gutting of the state's powers and having the Senate pushed over to the supposed popular vote. They elected a joker like Teddy Roosevelt. I, I mean, that guy was a fraud. The, this charge up San Juan Hill, it's, it's a fraud. The battle was over by the time the guy got there. It wasn't even the right hill. It was, everything about it was a joke. If you had the internet back then, people like me would have been laughing at this absurdity. But instead, it's taught to people as though it's legitimate and real. And the people all bought into it, at least large numbers. One of the big differences that existed back then that doesn't really exist anymore is that they had people commenting, like certainly during the Spanish-American War, you had people like Mark Twain who had nothing but contempt for how stupid the damn people were. And certainly during that World War I time, you had Albert J. Nock. Do you think that guy has any respect for the average person? Hell no. He called them the remnants is all that was left of anything that used to be a thinking human being. He called the very few of us who could see anything the remnants. He lamented the loss of the great tradition, which was the way people used to be educated. <laughs> you had H.L. Mencken. Can anybody be any more cynical about how stupid people are than that guy? They were mainstream, very popular uh, people out in journalism. We don't have anybody like that today. 
We don't have anybody like that today. Everybody today pushes the official narrative. Every single person in media who has any kind of reach at all is just a mouthpiece for one side or the other. This official narrative war-pushing load of shit with this fake pandemic. Nobody's breaking ranks. The reality is the vast majority of people are never going to catch on. They're just never going to catch on. And I really had hoped that they could, but the more I look, the more it's very clear to me that they never will. And in fact, things aren't getting worse. I think the reason things appear to be getting worse is, like I said, they've just made so much progress. Think about back then. The FBI had only just been formed. It was a nothing arm. There was no ATF. You didn't have any of these departments of energy and education. The DOJ itself was very small. They didn't even have an income tax. It barely got passed then. And it really didn't apply to anybody. They were still ramping that up. Think about all that. The women couldn't even vote. They just closed the frontier within a, you know, a generation or so. That would have been like the Vietnam War era that they closed the frontier. You see, that's the, that's the era they were living in. And, and yet the people bought into this utter nonsense about the Doughboys. They allowed themselves to be conscripted. The Supreme Court okayed conscription. Think about that. The Supreme Court has said that the state has a right to bring you forcibly into the military and force you to either fight or die on behalf of whatever the state says. If it tells you to go over and stand in trenches, then you have to do it. Otherwise, you go to prison. <laughs> the Supreme Court upheld that. The case is a complete joke. There's nothing in the Constitution about it. Were they unaware of the idea of conscription? No, they were well aware of it. The king did it all the time. So they knew all about conscription. They didn't put it in the Constitution. They didn't give the federal government that authority. They didn't give it to them. <laughs> so if they can imply a power as great as conscription to make you go fight the government's wars... Well, there's no limit to the government if they can do that. Hi, this is Legal Man. If you enjoy The Quash, support it. Go over to my Patreon account at patreon.com slash thequash and sign up. You get bonus shows, bonus material, and ad-free content. If you appreciate the unique perspective and information I provide, then support it. Go become a member. When you support The Quash, you also help get the truth out there. Let's get back to the show. So if they can imply a power as great as conscription to make you go fight the government's wars, well, there's no limit to the government if they can do that. I mean, the way the country votes on whether or not it wants to go to war or not is whether or not people volunteer to go fight in that war. It doesn't work to say the politicians are going to create a war and then they're going to force you in and pay you whatever cheap-ass wage they want and treat you any way they want. And when you join the military, now you're subject to the military code of conduct. It's, you don't have all sorts of constitutional rights are gone. So they can conscript you in and then take away your constitutional rights. <laughs> Think about that. Think how upside down and crazy all this is. It's it's so amazing, but you look back on it and you say, okay, well, that's the kind of thing that was going on back then. That's the kind of thing that people were buying into and that they present as a supposed history. No different than I tell people all the time, what will people remember about Barack Obama's altered PDF document birth certificate? What will history remember? I think all it will remember is a footnote at best about how some racist didn't want a black man to be president. That's it. 
That's how that would be presented. It's just absurd. What will be remembered about Hillary's destroyed emails? Nothing. Nothing at all, because nothing happened. That will be completely gone. What will be remembered about any of this FBI, DOJ scandal that's going on? Nothing, because nobody's even going to prison. No one's even being arrested. (laughs) See, so when I look at this, I think, hmm, I'm not so sure that people are really getting stupider. I think what's happening is it's just very visible now because the internet exists. So I can interact with other people who know what's happening, and I have access to all sorts of information to see just how ridiculous and stupid people are. If you think about the way the country was founded, you know, Thomas Jefferson, he started the University of Virginia. Was he for everybody going like they push now? This stupid bullshit where they, they imagine everybody should go to college. Everybody's equally intelligent. Everybody's equally capable. All this stupid shit they push. No. He was a very much an elitist, especially when it came to education. He never imagined hardly anybody would get into his university. Why? Because most people aren't suited for it. They aren't suited for it. It's not that they're necessarily stupid individuals. They aren't driven in that direction, and they have other kinds of skills. They like working with their hands. They're not interested in intellectual pursuits. But now the entire culture pretends like everybody is and everybody's capable, and they're not. That's all they're not. They're not motivated to do it. They just give up very easily, and they just simply believe the kinds of nonsense I've been laying out here endlessly in this podcast, just showing you that the idea that somehow people have gotten it wrong now and that we're going to save it with Donald Trump or we're going to save it with Joe Biden and we're going to save it with any politician is just delusional. It's, it's not about today. This is the human condition. And if you read the classics, it becomes very obvious. If you read the, the classics of of Greece and Rome, you see that all these kinds of things are anticipated. That's why people used to get a classical education. See, you'd become very well educated because you would see that all this horseshit these politicians push is, is nothing new. And all this stuff is just regurgitated nonsense. Follow the science and Dr. Fauci and safe together. Where we go one, we go all and God wins and all this QAnon nonsense. He's fighting the deep state and he's here in it together. Just mindless slogans that people glom onto. It's very clear to me as I've sort of done this looking back in history just not deep history, but just sort of remembering back to all the stuff that's happening, that we're really not any worse off today. We're just way, way further down the road in implementing their plan. That's all. They've got incredible amounts of restrictions on us now, everywhere you go. And now you have these electronics everywhere so they can lock everything down with electronics. But as far as people being stupider, I'm just not so sure that's the case. I'm really not. Um, Now, there's some other things I want to say about it. I want to talk about some of the modern things that may be enabling it, pharma and the electronics and some other issues. But I've run out of time for the most part now. So I'm going to discuss that in the bonus material that I include. And that's just for my Patreon members. So if you're interested in hearing more about it and you like bonus shows I put in there, I put bonus material in there. If so, then you need to go over and sign up for my Patreon.com 
slash the quash and become a member. Because it's becoming very clear to me that we aren't going to turn things around, that I'm never going to reach a large audience, and that the people who like my show, they probably need to be somewhat satisfied with the idea that we're just a small group who kind of understands and it's always been the way it is. And we can commiserate and find some camaraderie. And that's probably about the most we're going to do. And I'm not so sure about all this. Are there going to be solutions? Well, what solutions can there be when populations are this easily brainwashed? <laughs> what solutions can there be? I mean, look back in history. People act like we have this long history of being this glorious history. It's not true. All of these wars were faked up loads of shit. All of them. <laughs> you don't have to look very far to find it. So when I, when I think about how stupid the people are acting today, and I compare it to how stupidly they acted in the past, I'm not so sure it's any worse. I, I, it, in, in some ways, it may even be slightly better. I don't know. But I hope I've given you something to think about because that's going to be my show. If you enjoy my take, then you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Law Review. You can, of course, subscribe to my podcast. It's available on pretty much any of the podcast players. And like I said, if you like my show, you should support it because the only reason it gets made is because I spend my time on it. And it's a place where people who are like-minded can meet. And we are the remnants. <laughs> so support it. Go over to my Patreon account and sign up. All right, I think that's all I've got to say. Like I said, there's bonus material in the uh, Patreon account. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. (coughs) 